Section 6 of Understanding Climatic Change. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Warren Cotty, Gurney, Illinois. Understanding Climatic Change A Program for Action by the U.S. Committee for the Global Atmospheric Research Program section six a national climatic research program part one while there is ample evidence that past climatic changes have had profound effects on man's activities future changes of climate promise to have even greater impacts the present level of use of land for agriculture the use of water supplies for irrigation and drinking and the use of both air sheds and watersheds for waste disposal is approaching the limit a change of climate even if sustained only for a few years time could seriously disrupt this use pattern and have far-reaching consequences to the national economy and well-being to this vulnerability to natural climatic changes we must add the increasing possibility that man's own activities may have significant climatic repercussions if we are to react rationally to the inevitable climatic changes of the future and if we are ever to predict their future course whether they are natural or man-induced a far greater understanding of these changes is required than we now possess it is moreover important that this knowledge be acquired as soon as possible although much has been accomplished and further research is under way on many problems as summarized in chapter five the mechanics of the climatic system is so complex and our observations of its behavior so incomplete that at present we do not know what causes any particular climatic change to occur our response to this state of affairs is the recommendation of an integrated research program to contain the observational analytical and research components necessary to acquire this understanding heretofore the many pieces of the climatic puzzle have been considered in relative isolation from each other a subdivision that is natural to the traditional scientific method we believe however that the time has now come to initiate a broad and coordinated attack on the problem of climate and climatic change such a program should not stifle the development of new and independent lines of attack nor seek to assemble all efforts under a single authority on the contrary its purpose should be to provide a coordinating framework for the necessary research on all aspects of this important problem including the strengthening of those efforts already underway as well as the initiation of new efforts only in this manner can our limited resources be used to maximum benefit and a balanced and coherent approach maintained the approach from the summary of recent and current research on climate and climatic variation presented in chapter five it is clear that considerable effort has been devoted to this problem it is also clear that much remains to be done as an approach to the research program itself we here attempt to summarize what is now known and to identify those elements that now make a greatly expanded effort both feasible and desirable what climatic events and processes can we now identify from the analysis of accumulated instrumental climatic data we can identify some of the major characteristics of the climatic changes of the past few decades these include the presence of seasonal and annual circulation anomalies over large regions of the earth together with some longer-term trends more recent satellite observations have documented changes in worldwide cloudiness snow cover and the global radiation balance 
and have served to emphasize the climatic role of the oceans although the necessary oceanic measurements have not yet been made satellite observations together with atmospheric data indicate that the oceans accomplish between one-third and one-half of the total annual meridional heat transport from the analysis of selected paleoclimatic data it appears that ancient climates have been somewhat similar in behavior to the present-day climate although the resolution is poorer these data also suggest the presence of seemingly quasi-periodic climatic fluctuations on timescales of order one hundred thousand years associated with the earth's major glaciations from the solutions of numerical general circulation models we can identify a number of important physical elements in the maintenance of global climate primary among these is the role played by convective motions in the vertical heat flux and by the transfers of heat at the ocean surface climate models also show that the climate is sensitive to the extent of cloudiness and to the surface albedo recent solutions of global atmospheric models have shown that the accuracy of the simulations of cloudiness and precipitation is more difficult to establish than the average seasonal distribution of the large-scale patterns of pressure temperature and wind which are simulated with reasonable accuracy see appendix b this may be due to the prescription of the sea surface temperature in the atmospheric models serving to mask errors in the model's heat balance less experience has been gained with oceanic general circulation models although they are capable of portraying the large-scale thermal structure of the oceans and the distribution of the major current systems when subject to realistic atmospheric surface boundary conditions these and other models are just beginning to identify the energetic mesoscale eddy which in some ways appears to be the oceanic counterpart of the transient cyclones and anticyclones in the atmosphere from the analysis of a variety of climate models as well as from the analysis of climatic data we can identify a number of links or processes in the phenomenon of climatic change on at least the shorter climatic time scales the climatic system is regulated by a number of feedback mechanisms especially those involving cloudiness surface temperature and surface albedo underlying these effects is the increasing evidence that large-scale thermal interactions between the ocean and atmosphere are the primary factor in climatic variations on timescales from months to millennia these interactions must be examined in coupled ocean atmosphere models whose development has just begun the role of the oceans in the climatic system raises the possibility of some degree of useful predictability on say seasonal or annual timescales and is an obviously important matter for further research from the analysis of the limited data available we can identify a number of areas in which man's actions may be capable of altering the course of climatic change chief among these is interference with the atmospheric heat balance by increasing the aerosol and particulate loading and increasing the co2 content of the atmosphere by industrial and commercial activity while present evidence indicates that these are not now dominant factors they may become so in the future to these we must also add the possibility of man's direct thermal interference with climate by the disposal of large amounts of waste heat into the atmosphere and ocean although important large-scale thermal pollution effects of this sort do not appear likely before the middle of the next century they may eventually be the factor that limits the climatically acceptable level of energy production why is a program necessary although the conclusions identified above 
represent important research achievements they are nevertheless concerned with separate pieces of the problem what we cannot identify at the present time is how the complete climatic system operates which are its most critical and sensitive parts which processes are responsible for its changes and what are the most likely future climates in short while we know something about climate itself we know very little about climatic change from among the present activities we can identify important problems requiring further research in general these concern new observations and the further analysis of older ones the design of improved climatic models of the atmosphere and ocean and the simulation of climatic variations under a variety of conditions for the past present and future as we attempt this research on a global scale it becomes increasingly important that we ensure the smooth flow of data and ideas as well as of resources among all parts of the problem the attention devoted in each country and internationally through garp to the improvement of weather forecasting a problem whose physical basis is reasonably well understood must be matched by a program devoted to climate and climatic variation a problem whose global aspects are even more prominent and whose physical basis is not at all well understood the need for a broad sustained and coordinated attack is therefore a fundamental reason for a climatic research program other circumstances also indicate that a major research program on climatic change is both timely and necessary first for the past few years we have had available to us the unprecedented observational capability of meteorological satellites this capability has steadily increased from the initial observations of the cloudiness radiation budget and albedo to include the vertical distribution of temperature and moisture the extent of snow and ice the sea surface temperature the presence of particulates and the character of the land surface the regular global coverage provided by such satellites clearly constitutes an observational breakthrough of great importance for climatic studies second the steady increase in the speed and capacity of computers which has been taking place since their introduction in the 1950s has reached the point where numerical integration of global circulation models over many months or even years is now practical such calculations along with the associated data processing will form the quantitative backbone of climatic research for many years to come and their feasibility clearly constitutes a computational breakthrough this computing capability as represented for example by machines of the ti-asc or illiac-4 class will permit extensive experimentation for the first time with the coupled global climatic system finally the recent development of unified physical models of the coupled ocean atmosphere may itself be viewed as a modeling breakthrough of great importance up to now either the atmosphere or the ocean has been considered as a separate entity in global modeling and their solutions have consequently described a sort of quasi-equilibrium climate the simulation of climatic variation with these models on the other hand is just now beginning a future modeling breakthrough of equally great importance will be the successful parameterization of the eddy transports of baroclinic disturbances in the atmosphere and in the ocean aside from the practical importance or even urgency of the climatic problem the breakthroughs noted above indicate that a time is at hand 
during which progress will be in proportion to our efforts by coordinating these efforts into a coherent research program we may therefore expect to achieve significantly greater understanding of climatic variation the research program ncrp we have here assembled our specific recommendations for the data the research and the applications that we believe constitute the needed elements of a comprehensive national research program on climatic change we recognize that some of the elements of this program require considerable further development and coordination we also recognize that some of the recommended efforts are already underway or are planned by various groups but we believe that their identification as parts of a coherent program is both valuable and necessary our recommendations for the planning and execution of this program are given later in this chapter including those items on which we urge immediate action data needed for climatic research the availability of suitable climatic data is essential to the success of climatic analysis and research and such data are an integral part of the overall program the needed data are discussed below in terms of a subprogram for climatic data assembly and analysis and a subprogram for climatic index monitoring these are the efforts that we believe to be necessary to make the store of climatic data more useful to the climatic research community and to ensure the systematic collection of the needed climatic data in the future climatic data analysis instrumental data instrumental observations of the atmosphere adequate to depict even a decadal climatic variation are available only for about the last half century for selected regions of the northern hemisphere and the observational coverage of the oceans is even poorer in both space and time see appendix a in order to assess more accurately the present database of conventional observations and the needed extensions of such data a number of efforts should be undertaken a worldwide inventory of climatic data should be taken to determine the amount nature and location of past and present instrumental observations of the following variables surface pressure temperature humidity wind rainfall snowfall and cloudiness upper air temperature pressure altitude wind and humidity ocean temperature salinity and current the location and depth of land ice sea ice and snow the surface insulation ground temperature ground moisture and runoff this inventory should identify the length of the observational record the data quality and the state of its availability in addition to the usual data sources efforts should be made to locate data from private sources older records and unpublished climatological summaries although some of these data have been summarized no overall inventory of this type exists selected portions of these data should be systematically transferred to suitable computer storage in a format permitting easy access and screening by variable time period and location these data should then be used to compute in a systematic fashion a basic set of climatic statistics for as many time periods and for as many regions of the world as possible these should include the means the variances and the extremes for monthly seasonal annual and decadal periods for both individual stations and for various ensembles of stations up to and including the entire globe research should also be devoted to the effects of instrumental errors observational coverage and analysis procedures on climatic statistics 
recognizing that these data have large differences in quality coverage and length of record and were often collected as by-products of other studies new four-dimensional climatological data analysis schemes should be developed based on suitable analysis methods or models to synthesize as much of the missing information as possible while making maximum use of the available data efforts should also be devoted to the design of suitable computerized graphical display and output once such syntheses are available we recommend that suitable climatological diagnostic studies be made using dynamical climate models to generate systematically the various auxiliary and unobserved climatic variables such as evaporation sensible heat flux surface wind stress and the balances of surface heat moisture and momentum such data of course would be artificial but may nevertheless be of diagnostic use insofar as possible the pertinent statistics of the atmospheric and oceanic general circulations and their energy momentum and heat balances should be determined the results of such analyses should be made available in the form of new climatological atlases supplementing and extending those now available for scattered portions of the record and for selected regions of the world the widely used climatological summaries of swerdrup 1942 moller 1951 and buddico 1963 for example are largely based on the subjective analyses of older data of uncertain quality other analyses are more authoritative ort and rasmussen 1971 newell et al 1972 but are in need of extension we wish to emphasize the great importance of the potentially unmatched coverage of observations from satellites those that are of climatic value should be systematically catalogued and summarized and made available on as timely a basis as possible these should include observations of cloud cover snow and ice extent planetary albedo and the net radiation balance as remote techniques for measuring the atmosphere's composition motion and temperature structure and the surface temperature of land and ocean are developed these data should be systematically added to the climatological inventory they should also be used in the analysis and model-based diagnostic efforts described above and in the climatic index monitoring program outlined below the presently available summaries of such data e g von der haar and swamy 1971 have yielded important new results and should be continued on an expanded basis historical data as noted in appendix a a wealth of information has been recorded on past variations of weather and climate in historical sources such as books manuscripts logs and journals during the past several centuries while much of these data are fragmentary and not of a quality comparable with that of instrumental observations it is nevertheless of value we therefore recommend that an organized effort be made to locate classify and summarize historical climatic information and to identify and exploit new sources from the studies of this sort that have already been made e g bryson and julian 1963 leroy ledury 1971 lamb 1968 1972 it is clear that these efforts should involve historians archaeologists and geographers on an international scale efforts be made to relate this material to data from other proxy sources whenever possible and efforts made to interpret and focus the material in a climatologically meaningful way proxy data we recognize the unique value of proxy data for studies of climatic change 
such data are obtained from the analysis of tree ring growth patterns glacier movements lake and deep sea sediments ice cores and studies of soil and periglacial stratigraphy data from tree rings annually layered lake sediments and some ice cores are capable of providing information for individual years while those from other sources provide more generalized climatic information on time scales of decades centuries and millennia such data constitute the only source of records for the study of the structure and characteristics fluctuations of ancient climates as discussed in appendix a of this report some of these past climates were quite different from the present regime and provide our only documentation of the extreme states of which the earth's climatic system is capable because all proxy climatic data may contain both bias and random error components it is essential that a variety of independent proxy records be studied it is important that coverage be as nearly global as possible since most of the information on climatic variations is contained in the spatial patterns of the data fields while noting that some such activity is already in progress we urge that the assembly and analysis of paleoclimatic data be initially focused on four time spans see below this represents a strategic decision in order to make the best use of the available resources in each area it is important that steps be taken to increase greatly the degree of coordination and cooperation within the paleoclimatological community and that the cross-checking of overlapping data sets the development of complementary and independent proxy data sources and the calibration against instrumentally observed data be undertaken whenever possible the last ten thousand years this is the interval within which we may hope to gain insight into the current interglacial period by the systematic assembly of a wide variety of proxy climatic data this is also the interval of greatest practical importance for the immediate future for this period particular attention should be given to six techniques studies of the structural isotopic and chemical properties of tree rings should be intensified and extended to a global coverage since forests cover large areas of the globe it is possible in principle to develop climatic records over extensive continental areas and to reconstruct the spatial patterns of past climate for the past several centuries or millennia the amount of effort depends on the availability of suitable trees and on the resolution required in the climatic reconstruction data on variations of the density of wood from x-ray techniques and on the concentrations of trace elements and of stable isotopes of carbon hydrogen and oxygen in well-dated rings should also be developed special efforts should be made to calibrate the few millennia long tree ring records with information from other suitable proxy data sources such as pollen vars and ice cores studies of pollen records in lakes and bogs should be extended most pollen analyses to date have concerned bogs created by the retreat of the last continental ice sheet in order to permit synoptic reconstruction of the global vegetational record for the past ten thousand years or so pollen analyses with extensive carbon-14 dating should be extended to the non-glaciated areas of the world particularly to low-latitude regions and to the southern hemisphere studies of the polar ice caps should be expanded this should include additional short ice cores in widely distributed locations in both greenland and antarctica and more detailed isotopic analyses studies of the major mountain glaciers should be expanded 
to obtain additional information on the various glaciers advances and retreats using chronological control where possible studies of ocean sediments in the few basins of known high deposition rates should be greatly expanded particularly near the continental margins the synoptic reconstruction of even the decadal variations of sea surface temperatures and possibly of currents as well would be of great paleoclimatic interest this effort will involve lithologic faunal and isotopic analyses of long cores collected specifically for this purpose the records from varved sediments in closed basin lakes or land-locked seas should be extended such data are particularly sensitive to the climatic fluctuations in arid regions and would further our knowledge of the long-term behavior of deserts and drought the last thirty thousand years this interval is dominated by the waxing and waning of continental ice sheets in this interval the radiocarbon dating method provides a good chronology and the possibilities for studying the relative phases of different proxy climatic records on a global basis are a maximum in this period particular efforts should be made in the following areas pollen records for the interval ten thousand to thirty thousand years ago should be obtained in a wide variety of sites in both hemispheres ice margin data should continue to be collected for northern hemisphere glaciers and should be extended into southern hemisphere mountain areas additional deep sea cores should be obtained especially in the pacific and southern oceans in order to reveal further the geographic pattern of marine paleoclimates these data would be particularly useful from high deposition rate basins additional data should be obtained on the fluctuations in the extent and volume of the polar ice sheets during this time interval particular attention should be given to the smaller ice sheets such as the west antarctic and greenland ice sheets which react more rapidly to climatic variations more extensive analyses of sea level records should be made emphasizing the removal of tectonic and isostatic effects present studies on raised coral reefs should be extended and estuarine borings should be carefully dated and given thorough lithologic analysis the last one hundred and fifty thousand years here we should seek to increase our knowledge of the last one hundred thousand year glacial interglacial cycle this interval includes the last period in the climatic history of the earth that was evidently most like that of today the data of this period also provide the best example of how the last interglacial period ended efforts should be made to further develop a number of proxy data sources including extensive collection and analyses of marine sediment cores to provide adequate global coverage of the world ocean further studies of the fluctuations of the antarctic and greenland ice caps with emphasis on records extending beyond the beginning of the last interglacial this should include a geographic network of ice cores of sufficient length to penetrate this time range of which those at camp century bird and vostok are now the only examples further systematic study of the lowest soil sequences in suitable regions around the world including argentina australia china and the great plains of north america systematic studies of desert regions and arid intermountain basin areas in order to examine the patterns of long-term changes in aridity present records are limited to about the last forty thousand years and their extension will require long borings in selected lakes and playas extended studies of sea level variations 
from coral reef and island shoreline features further studies of long pollen records covering previous interglacial periods this should include data from previously unsampled regions of the world particularly in the southern hemisphere the last one million years and beyond fluctuations in this time range should not be ignored simply because of their antiquity here we have the opportunity to compare the circulation patterns that have characterized the last several full glacial and interglacial periods and thereby to contribute evidence on the question of the degree of determinism of the earth's climatic system efforts should therefore be made to extend suitable proxy records into this time range including additional marine sediment cores of sufficient length say up to 100 meters long to cover several glacial cycles should be obtained this will require new innovations in drilling technology as piston cores do not penetrate deeply enough for this purpose and rotary drills presently in use greatly disturb the sedimentary record the record of the antarctic ice sheet and the associated sea level variations should be extended as far back as possible and in as much detail as possible this ice mass is a living climatic fossil and may contain information about the global climate for the past several million years climatic index identification and monitoring in addition to the data provided by conventional surface and upper air observations climatic studies require other contemporary data that are not now readily available the one hope for obtaining truly global coverage of many current climatic variables rests with satellite observations we expect that climatic studies in the foreseeable future will have to rely on a combination of conventional observations satellite observations and special observations designed to monitor selected climatic variables as discussed below we should therefore make full use of the temporary expansion of the observational network planned for the fgge in 1978 in order to design a longer-lived climatic observing program in addition efforts should be made to process the monitored data from both satellites and other systems into forms that are useful for climatic studies support should be given to the development of new satellite-based observational techniques including those designed to monitor the oceans and the earth's surface there remain however a number of processes that are important to climate that are now beyond the reach of satellite observations primary among these is the pattern of the planetary thermal forcing which drives the atmospheric and oceanic circulation and the related balance of energy at the earth's surface even a measurement of the average pole to equator temperature difference tells us something about the circulation and in a similar way the discharge of a river gives us some information on the hydrologic balance in the river's basin such measurements which represent time and space integrals of climatically important processes we term climatic indices while efforts to monitor indices of this sort are already underway we recommend that further efforts be made to identify and monitor a variety of such indices in a coordinated and sustained fashion as part of a comprehensive global climatic index monitoring program or cimp whose elements are outlined below atmospheric indices the heat balance of the atmosphere is basic to the character of the general circulation and hence is a principal determinant of climate it is therefore important that the primary elements of this balance be monitored with as much accuracy and with as nearly global coverage as possible 
in particular we recommend that further efforts be made to monitor the solar constant and the spectral distribution of solar radiation with appropriate satellite-borne instrumentation monitor the net outgoing short-wave and long-wave radiation by satellite-based measurements from which determinations of the absorbed radiation and planetary albedo may be made monitor the latent heat released in large-scale tropical convection possibly with the aid of satellite cloud observations develop methods to monitor remotely the surface latent heat flux into the atmosphere possibly with the aid of satellite measurements of the vertical distribution and total amount of water vapor these methods and those for the sensible heat flux discussed below will require calibration against field appropriate measurements especially over the oceans develop methods to monitor remotely the surface sensible heat flux into the atmosphere especially that from the oceans such as occurs in winter off the east coasts of the continents and in the higher latitudes efforts should also be made to monitor remotely the vertical sensible heat flux that occurs as a result of convective motions both over the oceans and over land expand the satellite monitoring of global cloud cover to include information on the clouds height thickness and liquid water content so that their role in the heat balance may be determined monitor the distribution of surface wind over the oceans possibly by radar measurements of the scattering by surface waves or from the microwave emissivity changes created by foam oceanic indices in view of the fundamental role the oceans play in the processes of climatic change special efforts should be made to monitor those oceanic variables associated with large-scale thermal interaction with the atmosphere in addition to the low-level air temperature moisture cloudiness surface wind and surface radiation the surface heat exchange depends critically on the sea surface temperature and heat storage in the oceanic surface layer itself we therefore recommend that further efforts be made to monitor the worldwide distribution of sea surface temperature by a combination of all available ship buoy coastal and satellite based measurements sea surface temperature analyses such as now performed operationally by the navy's fleet numerical weather central in monterey should be extended and supplemented for climatic purposes on a global basis by improved satellite observations capable of penetrating cloud layers the drifting buoy observations of sea surface temperature planned for the fgge should be expanded and maintained on a routine basis monitor the heat storage in the surface layer of the ocean by a program of observations from satellite interrogated expandable drifting buoys and by expendable bathythermograph or xbt observations from ships of opportunity in those areas of the world ocean traveled by commercial ships it is estimated that there are several hundred such transits each year across most major oceans of the world an expansion of xbt observations from merchant ships of opportunity is being undertaken by the north pacific project norpax in cooperation with the navy's fleet numerical weather central and NOAA's national marine fisheries service similar programs should be undertaken in the other oceans and especially in the oceans of the southern hemisphere with special efforts made to place instruments aboard ships on unconventional routes and on selected government vessels this xbt program should be supplemented by buoy measurements in selected locations and by xbt's launched from aircraft on meridional flight paths in the more inaccessible ocean areas 
expand the present data buoy programs now underway by NOAA and others so that the volume and heat transport of the major ocean currents can be monitored suitably deployed bottom mountain sensors moored buoys or both should be used to monitor the transport of the gulf stream corocio and antarctic circumpolar currents in selected locations such as is planned for the drake passage as part of the international southern ocean studies isos the water mass balance of individual basins such as the arctic should also be monitored monitor the complete temperature structure in selected regions of the ocean such as meridional cross sections through the major gyral circulations the several long-term local observational series such as the panuliris plymouth and murmansk sections should be maintained and new efforts started in regions of special interest monitor the vertical salinity structure of the oceans in those high latitude regions where salinity plays an important role in determining the density field of the upper ocean layers near surface salinity is also important in regions where ocean bottom water is formed such as in the weddell sea this might best be done by a combination of moored buoys and ship observations monitor the large-scale distribution of sea level by the use of an expanded network of tide gauges such a measurement program at island sites in the equatorial pacific is being undertaken in connection with norpax and other measurements are planned in the indian ocean as part of the indian ocean experiment index radar altimeters such as those proposed for the csat a satellite should also be useful for this purpose monitor the oceanic chemical composition at selected sites and in selected sections including the concentration of dissolved gases and trace substances such measurements now being performed as part of the geosex program should be expanded and continued cryospheric indices in view of the great influence of snow and ice cover on the surface energy balance further efforts should be made to monitor the distribution of sea ice in the polar oceans and the ice in major lakes and estuaries efforts should also be made to measure as many as possible of the ice's physical properties by remote sensing devote further study to the current mass budgets of the antarctic and greenland ice caps from both glaciological field observations and from airborne and satellite measurements such observations should include changes in ice edge locations in the numbers and sizes of icebergs and in the ice caps fern line height methods for the remote aerial sensing of surface temperature and possibly ice accumulation rate should also be further developed extend the monitoring of the movement and mass budget of selected mountain glaciers monitor the extent depth and characteristics of worldwide snow cover surface and hydrologic indices in association with the monitoring of the elements of the surface heat balance and of the various oceanic and cryospheric climatic indices initially lower priority but nevertheless important efforts should be made to monitor the natural changes of surface vegetative cover possibly by observations from earth resources satellites monitor the variations of soil moisture and groundwater possibly by satellite-based techniques monitor the flow and discharge of the major river systems of the world monitor the level and water balance of the major lakes of the world monitor the total precipitation especially rainfall over the oceans possibly by satellite-borne radar observations and surface gauges composition and turbidity indices in view of the role that atmospheric constituents and aerosols play in the heat balance of the atmosphere further efforts should be made to monitor the chemical composition of the atmosphere 
at a number of sites throughout the world with particular reference to the content of co2 measurements such as those at mauna loa should be continued and extended to additional selected sites the composition of the higher atmosphere should also be periodically determined especially the water vapor in the stratosphere and the ozone concentration in the stratosphere and mesosphere monitor the total aerosol and dust loading of the atmosphere together with determinations of the vertical and horizontal aerosol distribution by an extension of such programs as ncars global atmospheric aerosol study or gaars in addition to turbidity measurements the aerosol particle size distribution and optical properties should be determined when possible efforts should also be made to monitor the occurrence of large-scale forest fires and volcanic eruptions together with estimates of their particulate loading of the atmosphere anthropogenic indices in view of man's increasing interference with the environment further efforts should be made to monitor the addition of waste heat into the atmosphere and ocean although the present levels of thermal pollution are relatively small on a global basis steadily increasing levels of energy generation pose a threat to the stability of at least the local climate and possibly the larger scale climate as well therefore both the local thermal discharges of power generating and industrial facilities should be monitored along with the thermal pollution from urbanized areas monitor the climate sensitive chemical pollution of the atmosphere and ocean measurement programs such as those of the environmental protection agency and the atomic energy commission should be expanded on a global basis and extended to the oceans monitor the changes of large-scale land use including forest clearing irrigation and urbanization possibly by the use of earth resources satellites summary of climatic index monitoring a summary of the elements of the recommended program is given in table 6.1 here we have not made an assessment of the required accuracy of the various monitored indices nor has the capability of presently available instrumentation been thoroughly reviewed further analysis is also needed to determine the characteristic variability of each climatic index in general the surface heat and hydrologic balances should be monitored with an accuracy of a few percent so that space and time averaged climatic statistics will have at least a five percent accuracy it is important that this monitoring activity be undertaken on a continuing and long-term basis for at least two decades in order to assemble a meaningful body of data for climatic analyses as noted below these efforts should be coordinated on an international scale and be part of an international climatic program end of section six recording by warren cotty gurney illinois